Yes, we're back, people. You're listening to Africa on Focus. It's your girl, Miss Abba, and we have a lot of things to talk about today. I promise that every week I uh, I bring along somebody who is doing quite some entrepreneurial things for his or herself. And this time around, I have somebody who has created quite of a buzz, uh, bringing a Nollywood film into the mainstream theaters in the Netherlands in particular. But before that, you just listened to Malik Barry with his one of his latest single called Cici Maria. And before that was Amanda Black, South African princess, if you ask me, with her single Amazala. You're listening to Africa Unfocused, and on this place, we share success stories from Africans one by one. I interview entrepreneurs and professionals from Africa and the diaspora. Uh, how they can help us achieve success and today we have a special uh, guest and she goes by the name of Nancy Asa. Nancy, how are you doing? I am doing very well. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Thanks so much for uh, for being around and uh, taking your time out to come and see us. Absolutely. Anytime for, for anything for high radio. <laughs> and so funny because uh, a couple of weeks ago I was uh, in Ghana and then we ran into each other at this random place. Where did we meet each other again? We met at the Dutch Embassy because they had their Dutch week called yeah. Fuse 2.0. Yeah. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm here. I got the invite. And I was like, let's go and chill. Because I, I actually, when I'm in Ghana, I'm usually, um, where am I? You can yeah. usually find me in Tema. I was like, ah, this time around, let me just go to Accra, hang out, and um, yeah, chill. Chill out, chill out, yeah. <laughs> I definitely remember that because we were in Ghana and it was like coming to King's Day. And King's Day is like the annual celebration of Dutch people. And it's so funny because normally in the Netherlands, I don't do anything with that at all. Probably, I don't even go to town because it's so busy. It's people are true. drunk and stuff. But actually had my first fun King's Day <laughs> week. Ding, 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 right? <laughs> Didn't you have the same thing? It was so cool. The atmosphere was just so yeah. nice. Cool people. Very cool people. It was a really nice vibe. Yeah, absolutely. I loved it. No drunk people because I have the same yeah. problem. You know, you go out and then you bump into... I'm sorry, Dutch folks, but you Dutch know, people like to drink. Hey, Heineken, <laughs> you know, they'll be drinking. I don't know how many the liters. Smell. The smell and everything. And this was so nice. It was a yeah. nice environment. It was. It was. Cool. Hey. No, we enjoyed. We enjoyed. Cool. Definitely, <laughs> definitely good celebration. Would recommend everybody to uh, celebrate King's Day in uh, Ghana. Ah. Go to Ghana and celebrate it there. <laughs> you have good weather involved as well. Oh, yes. Um, I invited you because I think you had done major things. Uh, I had contacted, I'd reached out to you like uh, a while ago, just very short on internet. So when I saw you, I was like, I wasn't really sure like if it was you, yeah. but I was, again, I was so happy that I could finally meet you. Um, just to let, you know, the listeners uh, know who is um, Madam Asa. Who is Nancy? Nancy is 32 years old, born and raised in Utrecht, the heart of Holland, I will say. I brag about that. And um, Born and raised. Born and raised. And what is it? Nancy's super enthusiastic. Sometimes it's contagious and I know some people hate it but that's just me really <laughs> yeah they do they like you're so full of energy so always <laughs> positive yeah and always smiling they can't handle it sometimes they can't <laughs> sometimes they really 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 can't and, and i'm like yeah you know that's just nancy that's how god made me <laughs> right right 
That is so cool. Yeah. And where are your parents from? Because you were born and raised here, but you're not always African and be like, okay, nah, oof, oof you know, that's that. <laughs> the proper question. <laughs> well, it's not even, even the Dutch be like, yeah, but where are you really from? Yeah, well, yeah. So basically, my parents are from Ghana to be uh, like really on point uh, from the eastern region. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bodia. So that's close to Aquatia, the Diamond City. Mm. Yeah. Right, that's right, where right. I'm that's, from. that's super special. Yeah. Uh, I think I hear that the people from there are very uh, industrious. Is that true? Is that true? Now you're asking me questions. So. <laughs> I, I, yeah, they are. They are. They are. Okay. They are. So we can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I love the fact that all of that you were doing, which we will tell uh, the listeners uh, in a bit. Um, what is your educational background? How is, where did it all start? It all and start? So I think I enrolled into tourism, uh, actually at Tio College. Mm-hmm. And then I went uh, off to do uh, HBO. Right, Hogeschool Tio. <laughs> so okay. it's still the same school. Yeah. And then uh, after a long while, I did international business and management studies here in Amsterdam. Right, international business and management study. Yes. Quite, quite of a, a popular I know. study. It's really popular. Among immigrants. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But my heart, I think it still is with hotel and hospitality management. All right. It's just, yeah. And what got you to decide for a ra- rather an economic um, study? At the time, I used to work for a very big sports company. And mm-hmm. I think I was lacking on a bit on some management aspects. And I was like, okay, you know what? In order not to fall behind, I need to get back. Right. And I was already, what, 28 or something when I started basically my second study. Because I was like, I really want to, mm-hmm. you know, grow. Uh, and yeah, just to develop myself and not to fall like fall behind on yeah some management aspects and um well actually it did help me with my entrepreneurship <laughs> right <laughs> what i'm doing now so because you uh, are an entrepreneur <laughs> a very strong one that is <laughs> so uh, it all helped everything uh, yeah I'm, I'm glad and grateful that i did that right and so you were born to Ghanaian parents uh living here in uh the netherlands Correct. a lot of uh subjects that people like to discuss about is the cultural thing dutch culture versus Ghanaian culture mm-hmm. how did you experience that growing up did it collide anywhere and in which ways didn't it collide i don't think i don't think I, actually let's not lie <laughs> um the thing is i think i'm actually a bit i'm really i feel sometimes like a like a half cast to say that really way. yeah so this, I, I do go like by my dutch ways especially with africans because we are like too sometimes we're too slow too sluggish and i'm like come on yo we need to get going so that's a bit of that dutch part of me in, in, in which way would you say that i'm like let's do this and let's do this quick and let's do it good because the thing that i mm-hmm. noticed uh, especially with um but sometimes with Ghanaians is that we we know how to do it. Yeah. But we I don't know what it is. We're a bit like lazy mm-hmm. or um just I didn't hear Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what you said. I didn't hear and that's a bit my frustration always right. with Ghanaians. And the same because I was in Ghana together just like what I came back with two, three weeks ago and um I was doing something like a small project and 
um, what was it? I just want to have simple, plain white tiles. White tiles. Yeah. Right. You know? And so I went to the shop and then clearly, and I asked like, hey, do you have white tiles? And it was like, yeah, we have it. I'm like, fantastic. I'm going to come back tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I got back the next day, very early, eight o'clock. That's went, early. That's early. But they were not there. I'm like, okay. Call them because, you know, there's a number. <laughs> I'm like, hey, so, hey. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, madame, madame, me ba, me ba, Like 45 minutes later, you know, show up. And I'm like, and I tell him basically what I want. I was like, yo, I want the white tiles. Oh, madame, it's Uh, white tiles, new, new. I'm like, what? I'm like, I was just here yesterday. Really? Really. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have white tiles? I said, no, me yeah. I was here yesterday and I don't know if it was you, but somebody told me you had white yeah. tiles and you know, this kind of stuff. And then you said, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> you I'm need like, the white tiles, you know, and I'm like, come on, you guys, you said that you had to say my project. Yeah. Thank you. You know, those yeah. kind of things. And I'm like, you know, if you don't have it, and that's something, if you don't have it, if you can't do it, just be honest. Say, like, I can't do it. Right. I don't have the time. You know, those kind of things. Just give them an expectation. And then, yeah, I know people are going to bash me, but that, that's what I experience all the <laughs> that, time. That's your experience. <laughs> kind of the, the straightforward approach as to saying, if it's there or if it's not there, uh, kind of had that. And was there a particular reason you traveled? Because I know you stayed for a while, quite yeah. some time in, in Ghana. So I actually wanted to go out and um, get a little bit in touch with the entertainment industry there as well. I went to some uh, movie premieres and I oh, went really? to the VGMAs. Yeah. <laughs> wow, VGMAs, yeah. movie premieres. I went. So, because I, I just wanted to get a feel of um, how they do things over there. Yeah. And I've never been to like the National Theater, never been there. So I visited that place and just wanted to check it out. And and I've been also been to the Accra International Center, so it's like mm. yay, good. No, it's good to know your way around yeah. in Ghana and at least visit these kind of like mm-hmm. important venues. I get it. Um, definitely something that we uh, need to get into. And uh, after uh, a small uh, break and listening to a song, we're gonna go into what you do because what I feel is that you know you being to Ghana and just taking a peek into national theater, going to awards. It's kind of the start of something. And uh, I feel that even where you are at now is um, doing amazing things that we can all uh, learn from. People that would like to dive into entertainment could take some tips from. Uh, but first, we're going to get back. But first, we're going to listen to a lovely, lovely song. And that is uh, a Kwesi Artur. Artur. Uh, Kwesi Artur is an upcoming artist. Not really upcoming. He is making quite some hits for himself one to look out for in in ghana music so uh before we're gonna get back and talk about nancy's profession what she actually really does and why she is you know laying some context here and there we're first gonna listen to uh twitch featuring a uh, quasi arthur and uh, that song is called take your something uh, from ground up. Yes, we are back. You're still listening to Africa in Focus from High Radio, the voice of the next generation. Coming to you live from Amsterdam. It is just a little bit after 8 o'clock and we're still talking about how to create successes for yourself. 
Uh, we are live on Facebook. Uh, make sure that you tell all of your friends to tune in right now. They can download the app via the Google Play Store, uh, Hi Radio NL. If you type that in, you'll find us. Uh, first, a shout out to our listeners that are tuning in from Facebook. Facebook. Uh, Taiwo Babayemi, hello, 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 good evening. Uh, I don't know if it's evening on your end, but you know, I'm sending well wishes back your way. Kofinya uh, Kung, our DJ, that is our local DJ, the king of DJs from the Hague area. <laughs> Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you. And um, then we also have uh, Steven and Padu Kumi. Um, why are you laughing? Tell us why you laugh. L- make sure we laugh also. Uh, let us know. Make sure you comment. Uh, Janet Omotayo Dara, hello, hello, big and a shout out to you. Watching live, greetings from Germany. Russ Misty, Russ, thank you for uh, tuning in live and listening uh, to us. We're getting uh, back. And as I mentioned before, every week I have a special guest with me who I feel is doing some amazing things in um, their sector or in their business or you know being a professional and doing quite um well for themselves and i have with me is uh, nancy asa and she is the founder of asa events tell us a little bit more about uh what you do what i do is actually i do it together with my sister but she's more as in um where is she she's at home right now hey sister no it's actually together with my sister um right. i think the way it started is we were actually working we were walking around uh was it pate arena and we were looking at the posters and everything and they were like oh it's so amazing but Hmm. Something is missing. Something what, was is it, missing in the mix. Was it posters of films? Films, yeah, like right. film posters, yeah. And you're like, we should be up there. Mm. We Africans, Nollywood, Gollywood, whatever you call it, we should be up there. We are missing because you have um, Bollywood, so that's basically the Indian uh, yeah. film industry. You have Polish movies. I'm like almost film. Polish movies. Polish movies. Doing well? Yeah. Mm. Very well. And then you got Turkish movies. Don't let me get it started on that. Oh. They are off the chain. And then I'm like, hey, but if we if it's like an international, multicultural, you know Yeah. If Pate offers that, then we are missing. Africans yeah. are missing out. And you are in Amsterdam. Belmer, I mean, we have to have it. Yeah. So basically, we were talking about it, and then we didn't do anything. And then, actually, what inspired us is actually an aunt of us passed away, and then we were like, life is so short. That actually gave that extra push, as into, you know what, life is short? Let's just do this. Come what may, if we fail, if we succeed, I don't care. So the first thing that I well, that I did is I actually reached out to uh, Lila Jensi. She's one of uh, Ghana's also top di- film directors, although she's based in the U.S. So I reached out to her. She didn't come back to me. I'm like, nah. was that via email or? I think yeah. I think I reached out to her via email. She didn't come back to me, and I'm like, oh, time is sticking, and you know, and I'm like, okay, you know what? There's actually this other movie that just came out looks really cool 
let me try that film director. And then basically I reached out to Shirley, Shirley Frimpong Manso and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I do know her. Yeah. And then she came back and she was like, hey, Nancy. And I'm like, oh my God, she yeah. came back. So she, she is like, um, can you surely explain who she is? So Shirley Frimpong Manso is a, a Ghanaian film director, producer of Sparrow Entertainment, uh, of Sparrow F- Films actually. And um, I mean, she is. She actually, if you, if I look at it, she turned the Ghana, the Ghanaian film industry. She turned it around. Her quality, um, sound, you know, just the vision. It's just on point. It's off the chain. So she kind of brought. Um, you know, because in the Ghanaian movies, for instance, yeah. you kind of have to regulate the volume all the time. Yeah. If they start shouting, you have to bring down the volume. <laughs> yeah. So she addressed she, such things. I tell you, she, I mean, she just, oh, she addressed what I said. She addressed sound, vision, editing, you name it. She just did it. Wow. I, it was, I was, when I saw her movie, I was just, it, I was like, yeah. You better watch your back, people. Yeah. <laughs> because we have a new player in town. Yeah. And she is good. Mm. So I reached out to her and then she came back to me. And um, so we're going back and forth, back and forth as in what we could do, how we could work together. And then we set a lecture on a movie premiere. And that all happened, I think, in 2015. Um, so I just, you know... Aspartame, like, hey, you know, I got a movie and I know it's the first time. I'm gonna bring in the cast and everything. You know, can I have a whole, all those kind of stuff? And um, to God be the glory, sweet Lord. (laughs) (laughs) On the 21st of March 2015, we were in Pate Arena. Oh, so that was your first? That was the first, first, but that was not like a theatrical release. That was just a one off show. So that was just a movie premiere where John DeMello was here in Holland, Jocelyn Dumas, and Shirley from Beaumont, so was here as well. So that yeah. was the one you organized? Yes, correct. Oh, wow. That was then three years ago. That's three years ago. So your first. Yeah. Wow. That was the first one. So on to exactly what you do, how could I um, formulate to do you bring films to yes. mainstream to theaters? mainstream theaters, exactly. Because what I... So it's all about actually getting africa included in the film offers Mm -hmm. what i said is that we were just missing you have i mean come on you have polish movies they are not like a big film industry that you think of oh my god i'm going to watch a polish movie whilst actually nollywood or even some Ghanaian movies i mean i used to come to amsterdam port there was this lady that sold all these DVDs and oh, right. CDs. And you would have the Surinamese, the... All know, buying them. All buying them. and that, So that's already, you know, that already had me thinking. But it was like, oh my God, that's... But how many, 14, 15 years ago? So that's yeah, when I actually true. started to kind of look at the trend. And I'm like, hmm, they actually like these movies. And... You see them following John DeMello or Jocelyn or, you know, all these big, big stars. And then you, because sometimes you read comments and you're like, hey, these people are really interested. And, but the same goes for black, just black mainstream movies. They're hardly there, but nobody's like doing something about it. Well, you've got the Bounce Urban Festival, so they organize, um, I think once comedy a year. Comedy nights they and do stuff. Comedy nights and they do the Bounce Urban 
festival, film festival, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes they do have a, like a part of it that they try to bring in an African movie, um, and so then you know that the interest is actually there, but it's that. Uh, yeah, you have to just be tough and bold and just go for it. Yeah, good. So now it's all clear to me because I do remember that event. I, I wasn't there, yeah. but I did see um, all kinds of pictures, lady on the red carpet. Yeah. So it's so nice to know that that also comes from you. <laughs> Shows that, you know, you might see one... Um, one major thing a person does, but actually there are a lot of other things that a, a person does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, okay, in that case, because I was going to ask you, because the one you brought out recent was, in particular, a Nollywood film. Correct. But if I hear the first, that is, was your first one back in 2015? Yeah, that was that actually was a, a, it was a, a, Ghanaian. a Ghanaian one, yeah. Right. Because it, it, has, it had just that international feel appeal. to it. The appeal. Exactly. And that's, I'm like, yeah. And those ones that have the international appeal, I'm going to try my best and just push you forward because the world needs to see it. And um, I think what I told uh, NOS in that interview is that, you know, it's not only about negativity. You know, you know we Africans, we have beautiful, cool stories to tell. And that's just so important than just focusing on all the negativity and, you know, like we can't do anything without them. And I think it was just time for us, black people, Africans, to tell our own story. And film is one of these lovely aspects of art that, you know, you can tell um, the, your heritage, culture. It's so nice. It's so rich. Absolutely. That that is one that is definitely one I agree with. Yeah. Um, what I would really like to know, because uh, um, you're sitting here <laughs> and you've accomplished that bringing a film from somewhere else to here. How does that even work? Because you, you are an entrepreneur. <laughs> you are in film. Um, how does it work? What what does it take for you to do that? Sleepless nights. <laughs> <laughs> Sleepless nights. <laughs> no, so basically, I actually worked with a good friend of mine, and he's in the UK. And we have been talking about actually, um, like, hitting the theaters um, with actually a theatrical release. So you have a movie premiere, so that's just a one-off. And then, basically, then you have a release. And that's, like, a continuous... Um, program that they like a pate or Kinepolis, they will program you in, um, yeah, basically with other movies. Mm. So it's a, maybe like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it is, you're just there in the package. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's great. That's what I'm gonna target after. And um, yeah, the wedding party. <laughs> That's the movie that came along. Which is which is the latest uh, movie yeah. that you brought to the Netherlands. That was the latest movie, and um, actually, I want to bring it. I actually have my eyes on another movie, and mm. then this one came out, and I saw the trailer, and I contacted my friend, and I'm like, "Yo, what do you know about this one?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's coming to the UK as well." And I'm like, "You gotta hook me up." <laughs> So basically, we worked together, and um, they, I think last year, around December, they launched it in the UK, and it was amazing. You had like 1,600 people for the wedding party, too, in the UK. That is a lot. There was like six 
six i think it was yeah six cinema halls sold out just for the wedding for that for that movie in uk in the uk it was massive i think what i said is that the cultural aspect of you know africans we love weddings because it brings so much joy and then we dance and then our fashion is it, on, on point, you know. Uh, yeah, and that, it's part you know? of our culture. <laughs> it's part of our culture. You can't culture. skip a wedding at all. See? So, um, I just, yeah, it just, everything just made sense. Everything fell into place. Um, and actually, there was also, uh, I think, uh, yeah, Daniela Brown. She was like the white girl that was in yeah. that, that movie. And I'm like, okay. I remember she, that. She will kind of like bring a little bit extra of that international appeal. And I'm like, you know what? I think this is it. I think this is what we need to introduce to the world. And, you know, we introduce... Because the nice thing about the wedding party is that you actually see um, a, a typical like Caucasian family getting to know uh, one of the African uh, countries like Nigeria, you know, and getting to know one of the tribes. I think I don't. I think it was Yoruba, you know, of the Yoruba tribe. Then you get to learn everything. So it was. I think it was just everything was so nicely packaged, like the heritage, the culture, and actually the way that these two like cultures clash as well. It's like how do you see that and how do they see it? It was just yeah, a good reflection it, of absolutely of. Now two cultures. Yeah, two cultures. What we often deal with, or we con- continuously deal with, exactly. <laughs> as African residing in the West. Exactly. Uh, I love what you're saying, and one thing that I'm also interested in is because I kind of want to get into where it all started. You mentioned that you studied studied international business. Correct. Um, how did from studying international business, finishing that, get you to um, bring in film? African films, that is, to the Netherlands. How? Where did that start? Where did that start? You know, it really started when <laughs> really I was walking with my sister at Pate Arena. You worked at Pate Arena? Okay. Yeah, no, so no, I was just, we were walking mm. by. We just literally, we just walked by and we were looking at those film posters and going like, nah, something is wrong. But I think, because I also studied hotel and hospitality management, so I think that entertainment side has always been there as well. Um... I just didn't do. I, did, I just didn't know that I had it in me, you know. But it. So I. We said it, and then we actually. I pushed it far away. I was like, you know, and, you know, it was one of those dreams that ah, probably not gonna act on. But it came back. It came back. Literally, my hand started itching, and I'm like, okay, I'm going canoots. It was literally God telling me like, do something. This is your gift that I've given you. This mm-hmm. is your talent, and. Um, I couldn't let it go. It was like literally coming back all the time. I would leave it because I was working at uh, this big sports company. And, you know, I was focusing. I was really, yeah, focusing on that job that I was doing. I just kept on coming back. And I'm like, you know what? I was like, I bet we have to do something. We really have to do something. So um, it kept pending. It really, <laughs> really, like, you know, you would, I would have nights and then I would just, I couldn't sleep. I'm like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And it's just reaching out to the correct people. And then, if, and I really believe if it's yours, if it's really your God-given talent, everything will fall into place. Right. Really. So, so that is kind of um, the moment where you and your sister discovered, well, we need to be on there. Yeah. Our movie should be on there. Exactly. And getting in touch with uh, um, Shirley, our uh, friend Paul Manso. Yeah. 
uh, getting in touch and saying, you know what, I need to get your um, yeah. your film here. Exactly. Um, so let's talk about the business side of it. People are kind of the business, the business <laughs> like, side of it because you are the founder of your of, of Asa. Um, yeah, events, events, yeah, and film. So what you do is you attach the event managing and organizing to uh, the filming the aspect, film aspect. If I, as well. if I'm to correct. be correct, yeah. Um, how does that work? It's because I think it's also a business, right? It is. What does it take to set up all of that? Determination. Seriously, you need to be determined, because um, um, I think so. I did. Um, Love or something like that, the movie premiere. And then I went off to look for another movie. And I think uh, my second movie premiere was last night of Prince David Osei and um, Nana Means King. There was also by Prince David Osei, but he shot that in uh, the UK. And it was basically about an, um, you know, somebody from Ghana that wanted to make it in the UK. UK, you right. Know? And I'm like, oh my God. And it was actually in that time that uh, a lot of immigrants, you know, were coming um, to the Netherlands, you know, going to Greece, you know, all those people from Syria. And I'm like, oh gosh, this this movie is going to be lit because people can relate to it. It reflects, it reflects what's going on. what's going on right now. So again, Pate Arena, I'm like, okay, this is going to be like an African movie night. It flopped. People didn't come. It flopped. It flopped. It flopped. It's flat. So that's and an then, example of one thing that didn't work. It didn't work, you know. And then, um, I mean, I could have stopped. I could have said, you know what, this is it. I'm just packing up my stuff and I'm not doing this again. But no, I'm like, you know what, I learned from it. I learned that probably I shouldn't have done that movie at Pate Arena because it was actually a total different um, target group. All right. You know, those kind of things. So it, it was, a, I'm like, whew. It, it probably <laughs> attracts... The those that that go to uh, like the film, festival film festivals exactly. in Rotterdam are really deep. deep. Yes, exactly. They have time for like documentaries and exactly movie. yeah. Th- that gotcha. Type of, gotcha. That type of people. <laughs> <laughs> Not the simple minded that just want to be entertained. Exactly. So you know, it's um, yeah. You need to be determined and you need to learn. From your mistakes, well, not really a mistake. It, it was just like an experience and. Yeah, you just go on and like see what you can uh, change going henceforth. Um, what else? Yeah, you need to be smart. You need to network. Networking. Network does the trick. I mean, yeah, either you have it or you don't. Because mm-hmm. I do believe some people have it all, some don't. If you need help with networking, find somebody that could do it for you. Mm. So you can find the right people that could help you make your program or your business succeed yeah right so finding the right people and uh, networking in your case networking is really important oh, that's yes. how you got uh, <laughs> your first um, exactly. uh, movie that's from how here. I got my <laughs> first movie from here. <laughs> you need to network you need to keep up with people and um, you know be open be open what two people have to say as well mm-hmm. it's just not only me 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 it's actually at the, at the end of the day you're doing it for the people Right. That's kind of your mission. Yes. <laughs> so um, uh, 
when we get back, we're first going to listen to uh, another new jam. And when we get back, I really would like to get into what makes you, uh, what causes you to select, what exactly causes you to select your movies. Uh-huh. And then we're also going to get into uh, Nollywood film because I feel like it is, what is it, the third major film industry, film industry um, in the world. In the world. Yeah. Or was it, no, the second? Hey, sorry. Yeah, it is the, it's, second. It's the second. It's the second. After Bollywood. After Bollywood. Right. Correct. And um, what I love so much is that you share like, yo, this is not something just for Africans, like the Caribbeans even watch. There is like a market for it. Absolutely. So really what I would like to know later when we get back is, does it really then need um, mainstream media here in the Netherlands? That's really what I... So I would like for you to uh, (laughs) think on that. I'll think on it and (laughs) come back to you. (laughs) And in the meantime, we're going to listen to a soulful song that I love so much. And it's uh, by an artist who is here locally, but I feel that she is yet to break out internationally. And that is uh, Sarah Jane with her single, with I find a hit single of tomorrow, and it's called Water. And yes, we are back. You're still listening to Africa on Focus. Very much live here on High Radio, the voice of the next generation. I am still your lovely host, Miss Alba, ready to present you the most successful Africans of our today and our tomorrow. I have taken it upon myself that every week I invite a special guest where we talk about entrepreneurship, entertainment, lifestyle, and African culture, how they create success, and what we as African youngsters could learn from it. And I have here with me a special guest. She goes by the name of Nancy Asa. And we have been talking chit chatting about how she managed to bring uh, African film to Pate, particularly, which is a Dutch mainstream film theaters. And she has been able to create quite a buzz here in uh, the Netherlands. Just right now, you listen to Ken v- Calvin Boy, which is uh, Stone Boy's latest artist. And that name, that song, excuse me, is called Nayu. Before that, you listen to Shatawale with his latest single called Gringo. <laughs> we're going to go and continue and talk to uh, Nancy Asa because we're so past halfway through uh, Africa Unfocused. Time just goes and flies by. And we still have yet to know more about her. If you are listening right now and you've got some questions uh, towards this uh, this lovely entrepreneur, this African woman, uh, make sure that you drop a comment on uh, Facebook and you uh, let us know what your question is. And I will make sure that I'll find some answers so that you could go on by yourself and create success as an African living here in this thing called life. So uh, on to uh, Nancy. She is still uh, with me. And yes. we just talked about, you know, her bringing uh, a Nollywood movie, a Gollywood, Nollywood, a Gollywood movie first, and then a Nollywood movie uh, here into the Netherlands. Uh, you talked about your success, which was your first one. You also brought a movie that did not do so well, but your recent one actually did uh, very good when you launched it here in the Netherlands. Tell us a little bit about that. How did that go? How was the event? I remember there were, I think, about three three times airing the film just just talk to me okay. about it okay so uh i think on the 
from the yeah, uh, let's see, from the fourth of January is when we launched the wedding party at Pate Arena, and actually not only Pate Arena, it was also in Pate Den Haag. Oh and, really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was there. So you had Pate de Hague and you had um, Rotterdam. Yeah, those were the three key cities. So Amsterdam, Rotterdam, De Hague. And uh, it, we had a big movie premiere in Amsterdam. It was amazing. We had um, the one of the lead actresses, Daniela Brown, that's the Caucasian lady. Oh, yeah. She was here. And um, yeah, that was just amazing because... Um, it comes with a lot of stress, you know, because you have to <laughs> arrange posters. You have to arrange... Um, actually, if you want to showcase a movie, you need to go by NICOM regulations. So that's the like the Dutch Institute um, that like regulates all the um, policies for watching a movie, like on TV um, or in, in the cinemas. So basically, you will see those... Um, how do I call it? Like little logos, and then it says from 12 jaar or from 12. Yeah, from yeah. The, or all. Trust me, it's like a. I a cannot, whole process. It's a whole process it. behind it. And if you really want to do like a theoretical release, get ready because you need to um, subtitle your oh, yeah. movies. You need to arrange that one as well. You need to arrange that one as well. And that was a huge challenge. But luckily, I'm so happy with my sister and the two of us. We did that, but it was, yeah, wow. You did the subtitling? Yeah, it was crazy. Wow. It was bananas. <laughs> but we managed, thank God, seriously. That, that one, yeah, in fact, I don't know what happened. It was a long, that, that. It was a long process. So, Jale, when you see those things, eh, mm-mm, you struggle before it gets there. <laughs> you just don't, it's like poof and it's there no no it's like really like a huge process that you have to follow through wow and um but the movie premiere yeah it was off the chain uh i think three days before the premiere we were sold out Mm. and when i was like oh my god so every day you go on you know you're like how far am I? How many tickets have I sold? So, like, in the first two weeks, I saw, like, nothing. And I'm like, hey, you're ready. successful, Anna. You know? You the like, first two weeks where you had it when in. When you had it, like, you have it planned and everything. And then you just keep on looking. And I'm like, ah, these seats, I see, still see a lot of I can imagine. Seats, what's happening? You know? And you were, like, looking at them. But three days. Three days before, I think people were just actually coming back from Christmas and all this kind of stuff. Three days before event sold out, we had a red carpet event. Uh, what do you think uh, was the reason for that? I think I think people would be like, ah, we still have time. We still we okay. still have time to buy a ticket, you know. And then poof, all of a sudden there's a run. They'd be like, hey, time now, so it's almost time. <laughs> yeah. Let me go fetch a ticket. And then it just started to run out. And then people actually came on that day. They came to the venue, and we just had to tell them, "I'm so sorry. We we're like literally we're sold out." So this was Amsterdam. Yeah, it was Amsterdam. Rotterdam did really well. I think um, Rotterdam is another big multi-culti city, and they were also super happy to see the wedding party. Um, the Hague, we showed it there as well, but it flopped. The Hague flopped. Yeah, I think um, it was actually due to the location. 
not as in The Hague itself, but as in the location of where Pate was situated. Which one was it? Buitenhof or something? Uh, no, Scheveningen. All right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else. I think it's the location. The location of Pate. Pate, like at Scheveningen. Where was the Rotterdam one? Um, the Kuip? But the Kuip. Yeah. All right. So, and a lot of people, black people live black in that area, yes. That area. Most definitely. So, it was a hit. Amsterdam, absolutely. Well, Amsterdam was like yeah. off the chain. And so, we started on the 4th, and we, I think, during the weeks, was more in Rotterdam. And then you had Amsterdam more as in the weekends. So, it was like a t- continuous theatrical release going on like you could it went go after each other after each other and it was so nice so nice yeah i was happy i was super 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 happy to see that so were all three cities launched with a premiere no like a, an event no so mm-hmm. it was just really one city just amsterdam where we launched it yeah but i might do another you might do another city <laughs> another another city another city which one do you have in mind? Can you tell us about that or is, is it a secret? Is it a secret? That's not a secret actually. So shout out if you're listening. <laughs> I definitely might go into Eindhoven. Yeah. Reason for that is? There are a lot of Africans there. They missed out. It's a, multi, a multicultural. <laughs> it's also a multicultural city. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't actually know, but they're there. I love how you are able to identify your target group and be able to uh, work on that, which I feel is a very deciding factor for success. For anybody that does uh, an entrepreneurial venture. Absolutely. Because um, right from the mindset, I would think, you know, it's only Amsterdam nope. or something. I Even while you were t- uh, talking about your story, I thought that maybe Rotterdam wouldn't do so well. I actually expected The Hague to do well. Nope. So you, <laughs> you definitely realize that you really observe the target group. So how do you... How do you identify them and how do you discover what they do and what they like best? Like, for instance, the Eindhoven one is a discovery that can help your business. How do you get that information? Research. Research. You have to do research. If you don't do any research, you will never find out where your target people are. And network. That's what it is. You have to network to see where your key people are. And... um, I mean, you just, sometimes it works. You can start off doing something and it just like, you know, like a snowball effect. It will just keep on going. But sometimes you really need to do proper research if you want to succeed. Right. I think that's very good for uh, all of those that also want to start uh, something on their own, whether that be in film or sports or whatever. You need to do research. (laughs) You know all about it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, one thing I would like to know, because we have uh, every week a discussion based on the profession of our special guest, which is you in this case. Yeah. And I really wanted to know if um, I actually came up with the question, does Nollywood really need uh, the West man- mainstream media since it's doing quite well on its own? Um, I remember a documentary being done on that. DVDs are being sold mm-hmm. from uh, the film. I think even the online distributors yeah. are finding means to do uh, very well. Uh, such an introduction in mainstream media, why do you think that is contributing to um, Nollywood or the world's view of Africa? I think it's really important that people see as us Africans as normal. I always have a feeling that when it comes to us Africans, it's like 
what what is it what are we where you know you have you have some people that were like they just categorize us as Africa and I'm like are you serious come on Africa's big you got Ghana Nigeria South Africa so many Kenya Kenya you know Zimbabwe but we it's I don't know what it is but they just don't see us as normal so that's why I'm actually getting into the mainstream so people can see us as normal we are normal people we love like fashion we love sports as well we, we are normal people i mean come on we yes we eat we go to the toilet like yes you do we have doctors we have you know lawyers all these big kind of things but there's just so much negativity and i want i think through movies they can see uh, they can learn basically our heritage they can learn some of the traditions and that's why I need to push for mainstream. Right. So bring in, kind of bring in um, uh, different, well, the African movies to places where the mainstream, or the people that visit mainstream medias go regularly. Yeah. And kind of introduce it to them because probably this particular group does not look out for the right material about Africa. Exactly. And I'm so sick and tired of that. Really, it, 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 it annoys me. And I think one of the other things as well is that... Uh, upon doing research is that um, we as like in dias in the diaspora we want to see a bit of ourselves as well because we Definitely. always go to the cinemas and we always see that same old Caucasian you know movie and blonde like hair, blonde hair blue eyes or I don't know you know those kind of stuff and you're like this girl that is idolized and yeah. whatever and I'm like we got people too come on I want to see who's like the best new, new thing Genevieve Naji, for instance she exactly. is you know on a, a Motala or Jocelyn or even if you ask or do fine crap if you really even if you ask crap but it's just we need to be seen as normal we can act we can dress we can spend money hey people are spending have money but those are those things they think that we don't have that we have beautiful houses that you will never find in the diaspora yeah. you will find it in Africa yeah. you know most definitely so yeah I need to use mainstream mm-hmm. absolutely to just make a point definitely <laughs> What I would also like to know is, um, okay, you bring in uh, films to, um, well, these platforms, Pate, which is like our regular theaters that we go to. Correct. What is the, on which frequency would you like to bring out uh, a movie? Because as for the American production, we we find new movies all the time. Uh, what What frequency are you striving towards and what do you hope to achieve within the next coming year as a I find you a successful. Uh, is it a film distributor? Is that a right? Yeah, you can see me as a, a film right distributor. Name. Yeah, film exactly. Distributor. Correct. That's yeah. the correct term for it. Um, I'm looking at, to be quite honest, if I could do a release a movie like one supporter, I would be very happy. But sometimes it's not always possible because I do need to look at like the quality of movies that do come out. And yeah. um, it, it, it does need to be of, um, yeah, let's be honest, it does a need certain to be a certain standard. So 
what I said, you need to have the right lightning, volume, and all this kind of stuff. I'm not going to put a, a crappy movie. No shade. <laughs> no shade, though. But it will make you better. You know, you want to aim for the best. I aim for the I'm team best. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. And because and, that's the thing that I was talking about. I want to show the world that we can do it. We do have that international standard. We do have that norm. We do, yeah. So if I bring in a crappy movie, it's not going to do me good. True. So, yeah. No. True. <laughs> Definitely agree with that. Uh, we are going to be uh, right back. We're just going to listen to uh, a tune. And then we're going to go back into uh, final words with Nancy Asan, who is a film distributor, founder of um, Asa Film and Events, doing quite an amazing work, which I find amazing. Uh, I think she's doing an incredible, credible job. We are going to be uh, right back, but first we're going to listen to, um, I think it's the latest, hottest tune right now, uh, of Tiwa Savage collaborating with Omarion. So listen to Get It Now, the remix. Do you mean it? Yes, we are back, people. You're still listening to Miss Abba, Africa Unfocused. This is the place where I um, always have a special guest. And we get to share on what uh, creates success behind that personality or entrepreneur or professional. So, yes, we are back. And as I mentioned before, I have a special guest with me. We have been chit-chatting on how she brings uh, African production to the mainstream here in the Netherlands. She has quite some goals, if you ask me, and she is doing great in achieving them. Uh, we have been talking about how she does it, how she brings film to the Western uh, mainstream. And we have also been talking about how she selects her music. And now I'm going to switch to a very personal question. Nancy, you single? Yes, I am. <laughs> you hear that, fellas? This is this is a lady who is Don't blow up my phone, no. <laughs> working hard, being entrepreneurial, and, and being single. Yes. <laughs> While all the time that she's uh, working, that that is something very important that people should know. You know, because sometimes they peep you on radio somewhere. They be like, "Hmm, is she single or not?" <laughs> There you go. <laughs> what I would like to know, Nancy, is um, uh, what's what's next? What's next? Um, I'm actually trying to um, find the. Well, actually, I do have two movies that are um, that are in line. Ooh. So I hope within the next two three months, I'll be able to launch them. I just don't know if it's going to be a theatrical release or just a movie premiere. Just to you know, hang out and chill. Yeah, I'm just gonna figure that out. And um, yeah, other exciting stuff. But I can't say anything. Just it's a secret. It's a secret until it's that right exactly. time to uh, <laughs> exactly to to bring it out. <laughs> Drop the bomb. Like, <laughs> it's that Nancy again. Yeah, it's me. I'm back. <laughs> and will there be any um, in the future? I'm talking. Will there be any film productions coming from you? I hope so. I pray. I do. It will be awesome. But not now. Maybe like in ten years from now. No, <laughs> somewhere really, far away. Somewhere far away. But I think maybe probably in, like in ten years from now. Don't be surprised. Something that you'll be looking into. Absolutely. In the in the future, mm -hmm. as as you would say. And um, are there any film producers or any people on the list that you are looking to work with? That you're like, you know what? Those are those are filmmakers that. Hey. Mm -hmm. 
I still definitely want to. I'll keep on working with Shirley Frank Bomans. I mean, seriously, the movies that she brings out are just too nice. Plus the series. And Isn't the series, an African city from her? No. So that one is from Nicole Amatafil. Oh, that's, that's yeah. right as and well. And she actually has a new movie that's quite nice. Which um, one? The uh, Kind of the Olivia Pope-ish? Yes. Oh, that one. Yeah. That one. Hasn't and it been launched yet? Because I did see a press mm, mail. I think... I don't know when that festival is, so I think okay. they're launching it in the U.S. somewhere. I think in Miami or something like that. Yeah, I think it's in Miami. They're gonna launch it there, and then we'll see how we um, how we're gonna take it from there. And um, what else? Who else? Uh, well, Nicole Martefield, she's she's good as well yeah. with Africa City. I mean, she did so well um, on the YouTube platforms. Yeah, definitely. I mean. Also, everybody was talking about it. Um, I mean, it's the African version of Sex in the City. And we have uh, Laila Jensi. She's still a very cool producer mm -hmm. and director. Um, but she but doesn't she respond doesn't to her emails. <laughs> Girl, respond. Respond <laughs> now. I know. And then we have, I mean, and then you you have like Ivono Koro or Yvonne Nelson from Ghana who are also, who are also doing, doing their stuff. Yeah. And I forgot to mention, we I think there's this big film or series project that's coming out. I think somebody, there's this lady and she's working with Sony Pictures Entertainment. Mm. I mean, that's like a huge, huge American, well, it's actually, what is Sony? So it's a Japanese company, actually. But, I mean, you know, the Americans, like, and um, I think they are going to do a series on African uh, women as warriors. Mm. They're going all the way Wakanda style. So they're style. going Wakanda style. Wakandan. So, I mean, and that's mainstream. I mean, Sony being interested in such a concept. It is. I mean, hello world, feast your eyes. We're coming. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming. Africa's coming for you. And that's what I said. We have so many stories to be told. So Absolutely. many movies. And they just don't know how they do know. Yeah. I think that's the thing. They know how powerful we are. And they're actually scared of us. They're intimidated. They're so intimidated. They're on the watch. Yeah. And, Absolutely. But it's... 2018 we cannot be ignored anymore we cannot and be that's why Nancy is pushing for mainstream we just need to be seen as normal Push. even if we're intimidated yes or no <laughs> right pushing for mainstream on that note we have come to an end of uh, Africa Unfocused Aww. Nancy do you have any last shout outs and uh, while you're at it tell us where we can find you online hey online <laughs> hey, or your, online, no or, or your company <laughs> even if it's not you your company no. since it is a business focused program I, um, I no, or your website you can, you can find me on um, <laughs> I do have Facebook SI events so if you go there you will I have an update I'll be really honest I haven't updated that for a long time but you can definitely find me there you can uh, reach out and um yeah, we'll take it from there. Great. And a great shout out to my family and my Utrecht peeps. 
Utrecht peeps, you hear that? <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, this was uh, Africa in Focus with your girl, Miss Abba. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Next week, we will um, we will have a special guest coming all the way from Johannesburg, Andile Masaku, who is uh, the founder of African Tech Roundup Podcast. And they're actually bringing um, an event here on the 5th of June. You can go and look it up. It's called uh, African Tech Roundup. And it's about how uh, tech is evolving in Africa. Something very fresh and new because I'm more of the lane of entertainment and all of that stuff stuff and uh find them online hashtag village diaries amsterdam which is coming up and they're actually having a dialogue on tech and the evolution or the development of tech in uh in africa going in dialogue with africans that are based here definitely look out for that on the 5th of june it's a very affordable event just 13 euro and 65 cent how about that getting knowledge uh networking with people uh African uh, professionals and entrepreneurs. So make sure that you look out for that one. Next week, we will have one of the founders here, and we're going to talk about African tech and entrepreneurship as a whole. My name is Miss Abba. Make sure that you share and spread the word about Africa and focus on your social media and find me online as well. My Instagram is Miss Abba. That is Miss MS dot ABA. Also find me on Twitter and also find me on uh, Facebook. And that is Miss Abba official. On that note, we're really going to end very energetic with a track of uh, Pato ranking, which I love so much. Really it being an Afro house tune. Uh, I think it's, it's a great way to set things off as we are heading to our dear Monday. And that is a uh, Pato ranking with his single called available available 